0: Join Reddit on Wiki every Monday and Friday for some of the most jaw-dropping stories Reddit has to offer. With each episode, John, Sean, and Josh meticulously curate the most engaging content from Reddit, transforming it into a podcast experience filled with laughter, awe, and sometimes disbelief. I, I bet. Get ready for a roller coaster ride of emotions with the most captivating stories from the corners of the internet. Subscribe to Reddit on Wiki wherever you get your podcasts. are live now, right? All right, everybody. Yes. Uh, welcome to the Hey podcast streaming on Facebook. I think the last time we went live on Facebook was 2013,
2: but uh... <laughs> <laughs> a little TVP moment for you all. We're trying out Facebook now and I'm ready to go.
0: Yeah, we haven't used Facebook this much in five years, y'all. Uh, no, it's true, right? I mean, every, no one's used yeah. Facebook except for now because of COVID-19.
2: Everyone's on the Facebooks.
0: All right. So if you've stumbled upon this live feed, I'm Sarah Frazier. This is AJ. We have this podcast called Hey Fraze. It's a comedy podcast all about pop culture. And today we're having Olivia Plath from Welcome to Plathville on the the show. Okay, AJ, like take
2: me back. When was Welcome to Plathville out? This fall? You know, I've lost all sense of reality. So I have literally, I think it was this fall. Yeah, we talked about it a couple months ago. So yeah.
0: Hmm, was it this past fall? Uh, Seems like it. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. It's been crazy. But we did become obsessed with the show. And the premise of the show is basically this whole entire family down in Georgia. They're this beautiful, like they almost look like Swedish, perfect white, all blonde-haired, blue-eyed. And the parents, Kim and Barry Plath, had basically sheltered them their whole lives. So they've been living coronavirus for the past 20 years. You know, like they <laughs> had no cell phones, right? They'd never seen, they'd never yeah. seen a Coca-Cola. None of them had ever drank alcohol. None of them had ever seen an iPhone. And Nothing. They're being introduced to this on the show. So Kim and Barry have, what was it? 11 children? Yee, nine. Nine kids. Okay. Nine kids. So the nine children, the oldest one, Ethan, goes out and marries this beautiful woman, Olivia. All right. Olivia's a photographer. She's on Instagram, Olivia Plath. And so she essentially is like introducing Ethan to his first margarita. And it's, it's, it's hysterical. It is so funny. He's like, is this a margarita?
2: I like this. And, Ooh, a Coca-Cola? <laughs> this tastes good to me. Best part. Best part. So she's been
0: cool enough to for this quarantine to hop on our show. And I'm getting a spam risk here. I don't care about like who who's still calling us for spam like during coronavirus?
2: Anyway, I have no idea. That's such a good question. I've been getting so many calls too. Yeah. Okay, sir,
0: you can just wait here, all right? I'm not refinancing my fucking credit card. Everyone's not paying their credit card, so piss off. Anyway, right? I mean, right? I mean, who's paying their credit cards now? So she's going to hop on the live stream. But how's I was just asking you what what your opinion was? If you think people are more serious about coronavirus, less serious, like what's happening? But you think people
2: every- are. Yeah, I feel like every day changes. So, like two days ago, I thought, okay, everyone's on quarantine, serious time, like let's go. And then, you know, yesterday was, I don't know, maybe approached 70 degrees. And everybody and the mother was out. They're playing skee-ball. They're playing, like, hopscotch. I live right in the city in D.C. And everyone was walking outside like it was a normal afternoon. I was like, hello, we're still supposed to be in quarantine, y'all, just because it goes up three degrees. I couldn't believe it.
0: Uh, Really? Well, see, Arlington, I live over in Arlington, Virginia. And Arlington seems like people are really taking it seriously and I was I was just putting on my Instagram that um there was a group of older people out here doing Tai Chi and the leader brought a measuring tape and he was actually measuring it out six feet and spacing all the older people
2: out and then they were doing Tai Chi it was was,
0: perfect
2: coronavirus that's that's their form of um of exercise is Tai Chi in this time of quarantine okay well hey they're getting outside yeah, me too. I thought it was great. It was
0: it's so comical. Like it was it's up on my um Instagram stories. So It was a freaking riot But uh, no I I think people are I think people are Taking it more seriously For sure And you know We're going to have On Monday's podcast We'll do it I think we're going to Try to figure out If we can do it live here Essentially she's like An energy reading psychic Who's going to give The world She says that there's A major energy shift Happening here And she's going to Explain exactly What coronavirus means To your future Your like Why you're staying home With your spouse Your kids I'm really anxious To get her on Because her philosophy About what is happening I think is mind-blowing
2: it is spot on and there's so many different religions and beliefs in the world you know I come from a very Catholic religious family so of course I tell my mom all these thoughts about spiritual she's like oh Andrea 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 it's Jesus Jesus is coming I'm like okay okay well I see that yes and I'm very religious as well so like you know I go I agree um but speaking of religion and all of our friends over at uh, in Plathville we have Olivia on Olivia I'm going to bring her in live right now. I'm so excited. Olivia! Hi! Oh, my God. You are gorgeous. This is so much fun. She's an angel from heaven right now. This is amazing. (laughs) Okay, Olivia, we have 10,000 questions for you. We were
0: fans, fast fans of Welcome to Plathville. It aired this past fall. Um, You guys are, uh, you know, anxiously awaiting a season two, which we'll discuss. But, okay, tell us how you all got cast for this amazing show.
3: Um, oh, gosh. (laughs) Like, I feel like I was kind of the outsider, you know, marrying into the family, and they already had, like, their little thing going. Right. Uh, Well, Kim did, and, okay, I I worked really hard not to throw any shade, okay, you guys?
0: Oh, don't worry. We're like the queens of it. It's all good.
3: True. I know, I've watched you guys a lot, so I think... (laughs) Anyways, um, Kim wanted a show for a long time, and, you know, had kind of pitched several things to different networks and whatever, and it was um, the band that, like, brought TLC's interest. They saw, like, a band video, and they were like, Oh, my gosh! all these kids that are so blonde and like... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, you know, TV shows thrive off of people who are abnormal. And that was definitely the case here. So... Weird enough, I guess you get
0: a show. So the family, okay, great. So you married into that. Um, Yes. (laughs) Girl, you were one of our favorites. And I I know at one point you put up uh, an Instagram post. And I look, I've been there. I've gone viral for like wrong reasons. I've gone viral for right reasons. AJ's just went viral for good reasons. But it's really hard when you don't have control of a storyline. And definitely at the end of season one, they, I mean, the whole time they painted you as, you know, the outsider exposing these kids to like, quote, unquote, a normal life. So when like when the show was ending, you essentially you'd thrown like a surprise birthday party for Mariah, Kim and Barry were like super upset about it. And then everyone basically accused you of like kind of pulling the wool over their eyes. So what was the fallout like in real life? And how do you feel like was that even really correctly, you know, portraying you?
3: Um, how was the fallout like with my relationship with Barry and Kim? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that happened way before the show. Um, <laughs> that happened when we were still engaged. Um, I feel like, okay, so I grew up in a very conservative um, family church. My dad was a pastor, very conservative church. So I feel like I was not as sheltered as the Plath kids, but in many ways, I grew up a lot like them, which is why Ethan and I started talking in the first place. Like, both wanting to get out so bad and we both wanted freedom. And it was like the person that you talk to during that time, there's a sort of bond there, which is why we started dating in the first place. Cause I always said I would never go back to the circle I was raised in. So, you know, jokes on me. Um, So anyways, when, because I like grew up in that circle and I grew up with like women are quiet, you don't have a voice, you know, men are dominant, patriarchal. I, in the very beginning of Ethan's relationship, I kind of just let him walk all over me. Um, and I didn't put my foot down because I was still getting out of my dad's house I was still learning like what authority how, what do I have you know who do I want to be and when we got engaged I like I kind of blame it on myself because I came to a breaking point where I'm like I've had enough of people walking on me my entire life and this is my wedding and I'm going to do what I want and that's that and that did not go over well because you let someone walk on you for a long time and then you like a strong line down they're kind of like whoa like where'd that come from right (laughs) yeah that's kind of what happened um but i would say that we had not been on like good terms at all for a good year before the show started okay
0: wow so when you guys filmed it was already tense
3: yeah yeah more tense
0: than it than it it was portrayed yeah because they actually you know what in hearing that i mean really in you know thinking about the show they actually portrayed you guys as having a pretty good relationship
3: yeah i mean let me put it this way so like i've not seen kim and barry since season one ended um they don't they don't acknowledge me in public they like what walmart they'll like turn their head the
2: other way so season two season two (laughs) we have yes we have got to get a season two the tea is hot yeah what? so out of all the in the in the shows what do you think was the biggest moment like we know the 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 beer scene where you guys are drinking beer at the at the birthday party for mariah like was that one of the biggest fallouts or like were there other ones that we didn't really notice on the show um like the beer scene wasn't that big because the producers asked us before dinner they're like are you guys gonna have anything to
3: drink and i was like well when we told Barrington the location they knew it was a bar slash restaurant they supposed to come um and it wasn't like they were choosing to come because they knew it was a birthday party they couldn't miss like we literally just said we'd like to get together we've got some stuff we want to do can you meet us at this restaurant and they said sure so like they knew what it was um and we were like well like my dad always told me and this is something that I have always remembered as I'm trying to figure out you know who I want to be and I don't want what I grew up with but how far I want to go my dad always told me that when you're the host of something or something's in your house and you want to do something that's totally fine but when you go to someone else's space you should respect you like what triggers them or whatever so if I was at the farm or if Barry and Kim had hosted I would have never had alcohol but I was the host and they knew it was at a bar and so I was like you know what like they knew coming into this it's okay if we have something to drink so they made like a, a big deal of it I feel like in the interview yeah,
0: but in, in real life
3: it was like a passing moment. Okay,
0: so what do you say but <laughs> Olivia, I wanna just go back for a second. You said that, that Kim had wanted a show for a long time. I mean, that is such mm-hmm. a contradiction of how they were portrayed, you know, because uh didn't Kim raise them without television, no cell phones, but she wants a reality T V show?
1: Mm-hmm. I, I hey you her. didn't say anything so I, right so. I
0: didn't say a word you guys can't put anything okay, on me. so girl how's your I mean I love it your husband must support you fully I mean Ethan must be like you know I mean I know it's always hard when you're choosing between spouse and family no doubt
3: mm-hmm. but I mean it seems like Ethan supports you I mean that's been like a, a journey and a long process because and it's been like a reminder for me to give him grace because I feel like when you've grown up not being allowed to have a voice or a choice, it's really hard to all of a sudden just step into that role. Um, And we did get married ridiculously young. And so a lot of the time that we would have spent growing as individuals has been like, Oh, now we have a marriage to work on. Oh, now someone doesn't want our marriage to happen. So we got to fight harder for that. Like, it's just been a lot like in the first year and it has reminded me to give him like extra grace that he's not just learning how to have a voice. He's learning like all these different things at one time. And that's a lot. That is a lot that we have um, our spats about it. But
0: what about, okay. So, you know, there's been recent rumors that you and Ethan separated and then you had sort of shot that down on social media. So
3: is there any truth to that? I mean, I feel like it's natural for everyone to assume that because even we looked at it and said, like all the odds are stacked against us. Um, we got married really young. Yeah. Um, we had very strict dating rules. And so I feel like in many ways we didn't have the opportunity to just get to know each other normally, like many young people do. So I understand why everyone would say that. And also like with family drama, and it's hard for a spouse to choose between their partner or their family. Totally. So I feel like it's stacked against us, and I don't blame anyone for thinking that. Like I've had my own moments of like, oh gosh, this is just not gonna work. Like But then I remember like really a commitment and I wanna stick by it. And I know that if we can get through this together, it'll be better later, so.
0: Oh girl, yeah, we all feel that way And we're not on reality TV So don't <laughs> worry, don't worry You don't have to tell us <laughs> Actually, it was really funny I'll so just true. tell you this story My husband So we were talking about You know, with COVID-19 I was just saying Wow, it, it's amazing That we had our wedding last year Because we got married last August And it was great Because since then I've had an aunt and uncle pass away So it was a really beautiful mm-hmm. moment That all of our family mm-hmm. came together And my husband today was like Yeah, if this had been happening You would have been like Okay, this is a sign We shouldn't be together I'm having doubts Like <laughs> it's so. It's so funny it's it just you know, so you have doubts anyway
3: throughout
2: your whole marriage, yeah. it's
3: it's difficult, yeah. No, I thought that when we got married, because we got married the weekend of Hurricane Michael, oh
2: my Georgia, god, Georgia.
3: Um, our attendance rate went from like 400 people to like 100 people, so like all the flights and hotels were canceled. We had an outdoor wedding, we didn't have power for four days before the weddings, so like nobody had, had showers, it was insane. And at that time, I remember thinking, This is the sign.
2: <laughs> I- <laughs> about this. This is when the girl turns around and walks out. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. Well, can we just say like one of our favorite parts of the show was when Ethan tries new things like the Coca-Cola and we literally were dying for days about this. So have you, have you introduced him to anything new or anything that's like worth talking about? Because I find it hilarious. He's like, Coca-Cola. It's good. Like, I I mean, I
3: feel like so, all that stuff is totally real life. I feel like it's a little bit behind because when the show started, Micah and everyone, like, this is why it doesn't make sense when people watch it. And re- like, reality TV is reality TV. Um, but Micah, and Mariah, and Ethan had all started trying stuff probably six months prior to the show. So, I mean, that's why a lot of people are like, they couldn't be that sheltered. Like, they know this term and they have a phone and this and that. And like, all that stuff had started breaking about six months before the show. And so the show came along. They'd already caught up on some stuff, but they were behind on others, which is why everyone's like, this makes no sense. Like, Anyways, um, I can't think of anything. Well, like, so after the show ended, we went to Europe for two weeks, and he had a whole lot of really interesting firsts there. And I was, like, scared to death the whole time. Like,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Where'd you guys go? Like, were you going, like, Amsterdam,
3: Europe? Were you going, like, fr- like Paris? Where'd you go? We went to Paris and we spent a couple days there. And from Paris, we went to a really small French town, Colmar. And then we went and we did Austria and Germany and Switzerland as well. So we wow. took two weeks. It was a lot. But <laughs> one of my – at the time, this was so not funny. I was really <laughs> – But looking back, like, we've laughed our heads off about it, and I remember when we were in Paris, um, the morning we left, we, like, I know it's like, the way we travel is you just do several things cheaper, and then you get to see more, so we would stay, like, you know, in a cheaper area outside the city and walk wherever we needed to go, and we were like, you know, good exercise, it's fine, so the morning we left Paris, we had to walk like an hour and a half for our train station, and, you know, we got up early in the morning, we walked all the way there, and I don't know like cell service so it's just whenever I can connect to Wi-Fi so we get to the train station we're sitting there for a little bit and I was like you know maybe I'll just log into the Wi-Fi here and as soon as I logged into the Wi-Fi our um, Airbnb host messages started coming through and it was like you left your cell phone and I was like hey Ethan cell phone and he like felt all his pockets and he was like oh I stuck it between the mattress and the box ring last night and I was like what the heck who does that and I was like all right well here's the deal you can go back to your cell phone, or you can spend three or four hundred dollars and get a new cell phone. And he is a penny pincher. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not buying a new cell phone. I'm going back to my one. And I was like, um, okay, our train leaves in thirty minutes. It took us an hour and a half to walk here. How are you? Gonna time? How are you gonna do this? And he was so confident in his abilities. <clears throat> he went outside. He got a bicycle, and he like left all his luggage with me, everything. And he just like tore off on the bicycle. His shirt tails like flapping in the wind, and he's dodging traffic. And I'm just like, I, like, as I saw him go away, I like, was never going to see him again. The South Georgia boy is like in the heart Gone. of Paris. So never been anywhere. How's he going to find it an hour and a half back? Like, how's he going to find the Airbnb? Like, that's for sure. And I was just like, and I told him when he left, I was like, if you're not back in time, I'm just going. because it's the only train out today. Like, <laughs> that's it. So- <laughs> and, um. So I went back in the train station. He made it back with like five minutes to spare. What? I was like, how did you make it back so soon? And he's like, well, I didn't obey any traffic laws. Like everyone was honking at me and like waving at me to pull over and cussing at me in French. And he just like just kept my mind on where I was going. He got to the Airbnb and he remembered the courtyard code, but not like the, the room code. Oh. So he gets there and he's just shouting in English like, somebody come down here. And the guy came out and handed him his phone. He's just like, thanks. And took off on his bike and came back. And he back knew it was five like That is incredible. It was. At the time, it was quite not incredible, but now it's very funny.
0: Funny in hindsight. I call him the Nozempic, been on Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I'm so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. customized plan again that's myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment um olivia tell us about mariah and micah because also you know they, they painted like you and mariah as kind of the rebels in the show um you know mariah everybody in that family is gorgeous so you know we see mariah getting out wanting to move so wh- what is what's the update of mariah it kind of seems like you two live together does she live with you guys or oh, yeah. okay and what is she doing does yeah. she still want to move to california what's the update with her
3: um, I honestly don't know. It kind of changes day by day, um, but back in December, when Barry and Kim moved from the farm, um, they wanted Mike and Mariah out. So Mariah moved in with us, and Mike moved in with a friend, and right now she's just working two part-time jobs, um, and Mike is also like working here in town, so we see them quite frequently. Wow. That's like,
0: I, I mean, there's so much going on in real life with that family. I feel like we don't need the plot line. We need the story of how they kicked out their kids. Like, I mean, this is like, what is going on? Okay. Wait, no. They just said like, over. Okay. So what's the truth with the farm too? We've seen it on Airbnb. So is that what they normally did was Airbnb the farm or has that been because of the show and they want to sort of capitalize like people can stay there?
3: Yeah, it's because of the show. Okay. They okay. just. They like, wanted to start over and move on.
2: They put it on Airbnb and moved to town. So, yeah. Okay, so are they raising their children the same way, like super, you know, not talking to the, the rest of the world, but then Mariah and Ethan, do they still talk to them or they just totally kick them out?
3: Um, Mariah still talks to them because she's, like, trying to keep a relationship there with the little girls, and if things are bad between her and Barry and Kim, then she can't. Um, yeah, they don't talk to me and Ethan anymore. Um, they don't want really to talk to Micah anymore. As far as, like, the little kids, I feel like in many ways they're tighter in some areas and not as tight in others. Right. Because, um, you know, once you have the whole world looking at you, you, you want to look cool. So now it's totally fine to go to amusement parks or whatever, but absolutely no media or books or outside contact. So it's, like, it's it's weird.
0: Now, okay, but they... Okay, so you obviously felt what it was like when people had negative things to say on your Instagram, but I got to imagine... And I don't know, I don't think I ever saw any social media that Barry and Kim had, but Barry and Kim must have gotten incredible backlash.
3: I mean, they did, but they're also, like, they they have a Facebook and Instagram account. But the Instagram, I don't think they can get on it because I created that for Kim a long time ago. So I don't think can even get on it. Um, Fabulous. We and- can put
0: out so much. <laughs> no, 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 will see. This is correct. This is I wonderful. You hold on to that. Okay, great news. <laughs>
3: Right. (laughs) Capitalize it. No, um, I feel like she's not on her Facebook anymore either. I know that she still, um, does see some of the stuff online because they had a mobile home on the farm that they rented out. And the people that live there, um, I should say are good friends of theirs. And she'll like host Q and A's online and people can ask any questions and she'll send them all to Kim and Kim will type out all the answers and send them back to her. So like, they are involved in that kind of thing. Um, they could Google themselves and read a lot. Yeah. But then again, like, I, I've had to stop doing that. So, you know, it's just part of being on TV. And Kim, to- I, think, I think she thought it would turn out different than it did. Um, and I know that her and Barry, like, with isolating themselves from the whole world, um, have – I don't know how to put this nicely – I think they thought that they had like a fail proof parenting technique. And I know like Kim has written a book on parenting. Uh, When Ethan and I were dating, she told me I needed to read it before like we got married or anything. So I think like they thought they had it figured out and the show kind of exposed how that wasn't true. And so I think it ended differently than they thought it would. So what is the scoop with the season
0: two? Is there no, cause we obviously you probably know we had Marsha doll on this show um, (laughs) maybe a month or two ago. Who's like a complete trip. Loves you guys. Um, But Marsha kind of was indicating that there wasn't a season two. And then Marsha was off pitching her own show. So what is the scoop?
3: As of right now, I don't know. To be completely honest and
0: also like a little bit white lying. I don't really know. Um, Yeah, you guys, I'm sure have to keep it.
3: Yeah. I know like at the end of season one, Barry and Kim thought they would never do it again. And I said the same thing. I was like, I would never do that again. And it wasn't like the experience was bad. It was the people I was on TV with. Um, but, you know. Yeah. I mean...
0: Yeah, you got to be open to I mean, I would love to see a season two. I mean, I think like knowing all this, seeing like Mariah, Micah, everybody get like independence, Um, you know, just where it would go with. You guys have all the elements, right, of great reality TV. Everybody's beautiful. There's lots of drama. Uh, Sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, now let's talk about like your own life. You're actually a beautiful photographer in real life. Wedding photographer. You were doing that long before the show, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, so I was homeschooled, um, but my mom was a teacher before she came home and homeschooled us. So I feel like I got a wonderful education Um, and my parents like had a fund for me to go to college and everything. But I just really, really wanted to do photography. And so I talked with my dad about it. We looked at numbers like how would this get me further in life? How could I make money off this? And then once I like convinced him it was a really good idea, he let me use my college fund to like Start up and buy all my gear and everything. So I've been doing that since I was 17. Wow.
0: Amazing AJ yeah. jump in if you have a question Because I, I could talk to Olivia all day I have a thousand questions what, oh, I know. Yeah, Well one of the other questions is Okay once you became a reality TV star You are in this kind of club Of a very few other people That know what it's you're going through right? Because no matter how mm-hmm. much people are told Like oh you know There's they're scripted storylines People still believe this shit is totally real Which it's like <laughs> you know So <laughs> did any other reality stars Reach out to you to say Hey mm-hmm. you'll get through this Here's what you can do to kind of mentally block out of it. Anybody like famous or interesting reach out?
3: No. Okay, well, no, I mean, I, I haven't read all of my DMs because there are so many. Um, so I don't know, but as far as I know, I don't think so. But I know like even me watching reality TV after this, I've reached out to people, just been like, uh-huh, I know what that's like. I know what it's like to be, you know, Hey just don't Google
2: yourself. Yeah <laughs> I'm totally it's like people I mean yeah
3: the way people
0: are portrayed is absolutely a storyline and and it's fun to get lost in that but I mean I cannot imagine I know right after that one episode aired and people were just like awful on your Instagram it's like oh my god really you guys for real I mean give me a break this me like a
3: while to find my tribe like in the very beginning I had like a lot of hate but then in the few months after the shows ended I feel like it took a while for me to find my tribe and like those people to kind of like if they hate you, they stick around forever. And it took a while for them to kind of move on and people who actually supported me to like find me and, oh, this is worth following or commenting or whatever. So I feel like the tables have turned a little bit. Um, in the very beginning, like it was, as soon as the show ended, it was really rough for business and stuff because I had a lot of people like, oh, you're just drama. Like we don't want to be a part of drama. Really? And- God, that must have hurt
0: personally. Like uh, that must have been really difficult. Really difficult.
3: Yeah, it was. It was really rough for a couple months. Like, I was really depressed right after the show ended. And it just took a while for me to, like, find a groove again and, okay, like, what am I going to do? Pick myself back up, you know? And, like, it took a while for people who were going to support me to come
2: along. But I'm really happy with it now. Oh, well, that's great to hear. We we always supported you. We were like, okay, clearly Olivia knows, like we could see from looking from the outside in, Mm -hmm. but that's insane. Um, Well, I just wanted to know, what is the future with you and Ethan? Do you want children of your own or are you still focusing on just life right now, work?
3: Um, I'm not exactly sure. I know like I still have weddings this year and I have some weddings booked for next year, but I kind of want to take a small step back and take fewer a year. Um, I would like to start college in the fall or next year sometime when it works out. Um, as far as Ethan, he's just like working his butt off this, what do you like? To do? <laughs> <laughs> and we like a couple kids, but not yet the way we look, we got married really young and we still have so much to learn. And especially like with everything that's happened just in the first year of marriage, there's no way I want to throw a kid into that. I don't want a kid into feel like I'm emotionally ready for a child. Um, because like, I know it takes a lot to raise a kid. Yeah, it and does. Yeah. I know what it felt like being one of ten. And I felt like there's no way to get all the attention, like emotional attention or like mental attention that you need as a child. So I want to make sure that I don't repeat the same thing. And I wait until I'm ready. Uh, it's so good I mean
0: look I hope you and Micah and Mariah and Ethan get a spinoff where you all just like make a band and do drugs I mean I want to see like I really do I really do I think I think that would be the best show ever and then you know just hijack him and Barry's
2: you would Ethan Ethan tries whippets for the first time like I can see it now
0: Viral um, Viral Viral Okay yes. Any plans inside. I mean Kim and Barry I thought I thought it Was very obvious You know Very difficult people Obviously had not done Like a lot of self work On themselves Was yeah. my observation Um. Do you and mm-hmm. Ethan Talk about wanting To reconcile with them At all Or are you guys Just going to kind of Hang back for now
3: Well I think What everyone saw Last year On the first season Was us trying to reconcile At all costs um, and that includes like laying aside personal boundaries. And what we came to realize was that you cannot reconcile with someone unless it's a two-way street. Like they can't demand respect of you if they won't respect you. Yeah. And that's what we had to come to the conclusion of. is like maybe it'll be reconciled someday, but not until it's met in the middle. And we can't make up the entire distance. Girl. So, as So And that's, that's what they've said. Um, like Ethan was over there the other day. And he was like, you all don't love me because you don't love Olivia. And they were like, well, I mean, we love her and she'd be welcome if she would just change. And Ethan's like, it doesn't work that way. Like, so as of right now, we're just like, you know what, we're just going to move on, cut toxicity out of our lives, like maybe someday. But I mean, Kim's also told me that like, she doesn't have a desire to like have a
2: relationship with our kids. And so we're like, we'd rather just like move on and have our own life and like, That seems against her, like, belief and religion. Like, that's totally against. That's not what God would ever, right? That's contradictory. Like, I don't understand. I can't figure a lot of things
0: out. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, this was, this is, like, so good. Did you guys ever just, like, pitch this to TLC? I wonder why TLC wanted to have this, like, storyline of you all reconciling so much when it seems like the real one was, like, the real, real one was even better.
3: Well... (laughs) <laughs> let's just say like it didn't start out this way so like when the show when the show was pitched when they were looking at doing it they were looking at like the band video and they were just like oh my gosh one big happy family like duggars 2.0 um and they didn't realize anything that was going on until like paperwork was signed and we were in it so it took a that's why they were trying to reconcile it because it wasn't it wasn't what anyone like what they wanted
0: um, and what, you know when you guys were doing this Did you and Ethan negotiate your own deals with TLC Or Kim and Barry, you know, did everything Because I'm always curious Like, I think people think the minute you're on TV You're making thousands and thousands of dollars But obviously you and Ethan are still working um, Yeah, so how, who negotiated for you? Did you or was it kind of like, hey Did they try to say to you guys Look, we'll just pay you like five grand And we'll just see where this goes I mean, I don't know like how much
3: I'm allowed to say I also know that I could probably like get my way out of anything. So, (laughs) um, just to like, I guess, sum it up and not say too much. Kim is the one that like took care of everything. And there was a lot of conflict with that as well. Like not being allowed to see paperwork or anything like that and having her like for everyone. And that was one of those parts of, I will never do that again. Yeah, girl, we will give
0: you good attorneys. You yeah. <laughs> yeah you guys you guys because yeah. you all are you were the sh- you know you were a big part of the show. um There was one more thing I wanted to ask you about like Ethan or the reality show. I can't remember. AJ, do you was there? Um, you, you've been so good. This is like this is just so interesting. It's great to get yeah. like behind the scenes and um yeah. I'm, you know it just seems like you're so happy online. Oh, I was going to say to you, you okay future idea for you, you need to write yes. your own book on basically dealing with very difficult, you know, M- mother-in-laws, in-laws. yeah, in-laws, yes. everybody. Because that so many people watching and listening to this are going to be able to relate to that.
3: Well, I've had a lot of people ask me, like, to write a book, and I guess my two main reasons for not wanting to do it is, number one, I feel like, especially within the Christian circle I grew up with, like, Every young girl, as soon as she was, you know, like nineteen twenty, wrote a book, uh-huh. and I remember I read a lot of those books, and I was just like, to be honest, this is crap. <laughs> Why do <laughs> I need to pay fifteen dollars and read this book about the guys? Like, right? Um, so I feel like that's part of my thing. Like, I know so many people who wrote books, and I feel like it wasn't even <clears throat> wisdom or knowledge worth sharing. Um, and it wasn't worth the price tag. And so I don't want to just be another one of those girls. That's like, Oh, I figured it out, write a book on my book. And the other thing is, I feel like I haven't gotten through this and how could I coach someone or help someone if I've not figured it out myself. Oh, my God. So, oh, you're so
0: right. Everybody and their mother has a fucking book. I take that question back. That was a horrible everybody every, And everyone hawks their book. They're like, buy my book. Buy my book. You're right. You know what? forget. Screw the book. You're figuring it out. We love you. I almost think that you are too good for reality TV. I really do. I think you're actually too normal and, and really – I don't know. I I think that you're like way above it. Now, of course, I do want to see you back because I I, we adore you guys. And we I think you guys doing a band and getting hooked on drugs would be amazing. But, you know, I mean, in the meantime, look, we got to stay in touch. We adore you. How can people and we also you live in Georgia. You shoot weddings, Mm -hmm. beautiful headshots. Where can people find you and frequent your business? Because this is really important when we come out of COVID-19, you know, weddings are going to be booming again. People are going to want, you know, headshots. So we want to just promote you. Where can people find you? And and you.
3: Um, my hub right now is Instagram. I feel like it's what all the cool kids say, but I'll take it. Um, It's just like I have a link in my profile and you can find my website through there or any other like my Twitter, my Pinterest, like all my links are right there, my Instagram. So if people um, visit my Instagram first, they'll find links to my website or any other social media I have. It's kind of like my little hub. Olivia, you are such a strong
0: woman. I loved your post that you did about finding your tribe. That's what it's all about. Because you're never going to be everything to everybody. You know, you're never going to make people all happy. People always have crap to say. So I just think it's great that how confident you are, and, I, and I'm really praying. I, I really hope that you and Ethan make it. If you really want to make it, and are madly in love, and if not, that's also the best way to go. So we're just rooting for you in general. You you are such a rock star.
3: You Thank are. You. <laughs> yeah, you I feel are. like I've learned so much. I'm a different person now than I was last year at this time, and the same like the year before. And I'm just really excited. Like, yeah, sometimes they, the year suck and they're really, really hard and full shit. But if I can just make it through each one, I know I'll like be stronger each year and know more. So.
0: Oh, well, you are fabulous. Um, at Olivia Marie Plath is the Instagram. Please, please, please follow her. We really appreciate your time. We hope you're, we know you're being safe with COVID-19. And, uh, you know, just we're praying for your family too, that everybody's all good.
3: Anyway, hope you guys for having me. I really, really appreciate it. Girl, we're having yes,
0: you back. You. We love you. Yes, hi to Mariah. Seriously. Hi to everybody.
3: I will tell them that. Thank you. You got it. Thanks Bye, so Olivia.
0: Much. All right, guys. See, see ya. AJ, I I, I was going to just like stay on and say hi to all of our Facebook fans. She
2: was so amazing. Love her so much. Okay, beautiful inside and out. I mean, I I I just adore them and now watching her back and asking her all the questions. Like I can't even believe anyone was against her in the show. Like you can clearly tell, I know, she was like was the winner the whole time. And now I cannot stand Kim. And I'm glad she's off of social media so I can trash talk because I can't. I can't deal. Kim, Kim and
0: Barry, what the actual F. Well, you know, look, you hate to like press somebody on their in-laws, right? Because at the end of the day, yeah. you know, I whatever know. they may reconcile, they might not, right? But it's I'm just so fascinated with Kim's obsession with reality TV. To me, it's like, you know, John and Kate plus eight, like Kate Goslin. You know, it was so obvious Kate Goslin wanted to be so famous, like at any cost. Um, and I'm just, you know. I don't know. I, I I think that that's really fascinating. And I mean, for Kim to tell her, we're not
2: even really interested in even meeting your own kids, like I, Kim's grandchildren. I, it would take me a lot to not punch her. Like I, I would be like, what are you talking about? Wow. It's my, it's my child. It's your grandchild, like your flesh and blood. And you, you're saying you don't want to meet them. I don't understand. To me, that would hurt more than anything. I'd be like, I but do- I'm so, she's so mature about it. I love it. It's- I think they are getting a
0: season too. Because I, yeah. you know, because obviously she couldn't say much about that. So I would say there's a season two, 100% in the works. My, if I were to theorize after that interview, it's probably now everybody has their own representation or agent, so they're probably trying to come to an agreement on what Ethan and Olivia want, what Kim and Barry. This is a, this is just a legend, my wild. Talk. Allegedly, allegedly down write to, to them. She was great though. That was really fascinating, and I don't feel like that people are that open about, you know, they're going through a tough time, like
2: with, where You're- they're married is at season 2 Kim and Barry. I just can't believe that somebody can be so hypocritical, especially with, you know, religion and just having those morals, but then being I think it was it's mean the way Kim is acting towards both Ethan and Olivia and I just can't even understand. You know what I'm talking about? Like it's just hypocritical to I know. me. That's why I think there needs to be a season two because I want to see that all unfold, you know, before us. And that's the real story.
0: That is the real story. Um, all right, girl. What are you doing? You know, we're we're trying to give you shows every single day. Today is what? Is today Friday?
2: Oh yeah, today's Friday. I, I, Friday. I, I can't believe it. Lost track of the days. Um. Yes. You asked me when we watched a show, and I said I have no idea what year it is. I've been in the in quarantine for one week. I feel like. What oh, Elliot. Um. Lopez wants to know how did you guys find that show? I think a listener submitted it to us cuz they're like you guys have to review this show. No, right? I was watching it. Oh, see, I don't remember anything either. <laughs> No, no, no. Remember, remember, I just happened to be, Hulu
0: had suggested it. So Hulu had hit my suggestions, welcome to Platteville. And they had this picture of literally 15 blonde people. I thought, who the hell, how do these clones look alike? So I clicked on the show and we were instantly brought into it, right? And we yes. loved it, except where it was extremely long, right? Every episode was like an hour. It was really, really drawn out with minimal commercials. And so and we kind of got into it. Then we got Marsha Doll. Marsha Doll was such a character.
2: Such a character They were all yep.
0: characters Because no one had ever seen a show Where basically it predicted COVID-19 You know, these people had never experienced Like, they'd been in self-isolation for 25 years They were coming out I know
2: so that's how I can it.
0: Olivia,
2: Olivia is actually still in the in our broadcast Which is not live And I actually We could bring her back at any time I actually did have another question for her If uh, Mariah or or um, or Micah are single Oh, Bring it can back. I, Ask her. Bring her, her back.
0: I bring okay. her back. Okay. Yeah, I want to know if they're single. I'm in. Okay, sorry to bring it back in, but <laughs> I liked how you whipped back <laughs> in. Back, <laughs> hey, <I'm>... <laughs> back. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Yeah, what's the deal? Are Mariah are Mariah or Micah single? Ah, lip it.
2: Oh. <laughs>
3: Let's just say they've both gotten a whole lot of attention. I'm sure. Oh, my um, God. I mean, like, as have we all. Like, I, I send all the dick pics to Ethan. I'm just like. No hey, way. Yes, kid.
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> that um, is probably the most dick pics Ethan has. <laughs> yeah,
0: poor Ethan. He'd, like, never seen penis, and now he's, like, inundated with it. You know? I mean, it's just poor <laughs> Ethan.
3: I mean, this is well, the best No, You know, because when you're isolated on a farm, you need nothing
2: else to explore. So that's all I'm saying. They've only seen one color of peen. Now he's seeing all types of colors.
0: Oh, God. You know what? I, I just had an idea too. Mariah should be the next yes. Bachelorette. Like they ought to put oh, her... She should be on the next Bachelorette. <laughs> oh, oh, did we just hit on something? Is she going to be on like another show?
3: No, I mean, Mariah and I like love watching The Bachelorette and The Bachelor together. Like that's our guilty pleasure. or not so guilty. Um, <laughs> and... I remember like I said to her when the bachelor finished, I was like, How would you feel like being on a show like that? And she was like, Oh my gosh, never ever would I do that. I was like, Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, um, anyways, back to the original question. I feel like they're not taken, but they're not single just because they've had interest and it's just kind of like there's a whole big open sea to fish from. Yeah. Um Like only one boy, like for Mike and Mariah, it's like not having friends growing up. They had like literally one option or something, and maybe that was a brother. <laughs> these, <So>
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> these questions are so good. People want to know: Are they vaccinated? Are Kim and uh, are Kim and Barry's kids vaccinated? No, I mean, they're anti-vax. I was gonna say they've got to be anti-vaxers, vaxxers hundred percent. Wait, no did Micah actually
3: get any modeling gigs? He did. Yeah, actually. I mean, that's really opened up since the show ended. Ooh, thanks to Mark. That's good we love marsha we've spent a lot of time with her um and she's, she's had she's passed on so wait who passed on she, oh no like oh marsha's had a lot of opportunities that she's
0: passed on to us oh. so I'm fine. Oh thank God! Okay, I thought we fair. said that Marsha passed on. I was
2: like, "What?" I like,
1: you know? <laughs> Doll
2: passed. passed on. Okay, we love that. We love that. Okay, so they're still fishing through the the open sea of all the possibilities. Okay, because God. I mean, we, we had our own listeners, all of our female listeners, submit like, "Oh my gosh, Micah could literally just you know." Everyone was yeah. dying to talk he's to him. Super so hot. Like I think he's underage. Is, is he? Is he over twenty one now? No. Okay. D19. Oh my God. He's a child. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> this is depressing. Okay. This is depressing. <laughs> okay. Thank okay. you for clearing that up. Guess I love will be. Uh, you. Uh, thank <laughs> God you just saved me. I was going to send him my picture of my tits, but uh, <laughs> now yeah. I just. <laughs> oh my
2: God. Okay. You guys are a trip. Oh my God. This is hysterical. I love you
3: guys. I'm
0: looking.
2: Any up. more questions you want to see?
0: I know, Sarah. Um, No, people were just curious about, you know. Obviously, they're pressing you for more season two questions. How we found the show? Are they vaccinated? People are laughing hysterically. Uh, How do they get those beautiful set of teeth? How do you all have gorgeous teeth? Probably it's just genetics.
3: (laughs) Um, Mine are not. (laughs) Lucky. Mine are are a lot of um, a lot of hard work with braces. Yeah. Uh, Oh yes, yes. Of our kids, most of like me and my siblings have had braces. As far as the plaques, I mean, I feel like working behind a camera my whole life, a camera can change a lot and um, it can kind of like, I don't know, smooth things over, it hides defects. So like a lot of people have said that about hair or teeth or anything like that, like don't, don't trust everything you see on a camera because hair can appear a different color and different light or something. Or like, it's like the same thing, you know, you find anywhere that you always look. On a camera than real life.
0: Well, you meet celebrities in real life and they look like wax figurines. You know, they've had so much work done, but then like they look normal in real life. This is great. This is so the the Plath family really has yellow, horrible teeth. But you know, it's just the lighting and the filters.
3: <laughs> okay. This is great news. This is good. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you no, know, I think a lot of it is genetics. Like most of them have pretty straight teeth. Um one or two have had braces, but most of them have pretty straight teeth.
0: Oh my god, I'm worried about them now though with no vaccines and I mean this COVID-19 this is crazy.
2: Well they're they're quarantined on their Oh okay. <laughs> My studio is falling apart. <laughs> I was going to say top notch here just like TLC top quality. Notch. They're quarantined on their farm so no no harm there for the the COVID. God, I hope. Well, not actually Are people taking it serious down in Georgia yet or
3: no? I mean, I feel like I was telling Mariah the other day, because there's so many like rednecks down here, I mean, it's the country, rednecks kind of deal with things like <clears throat> the first, you know, records of the time. They're like, nothing's going to hurt me. Like, you know, I've been peeing in pasture since I was this old, like, <laughs> good. and then at the last minute when all the toilet paper's gone, all of a sudden everyone freaks out. And I feel like that's kind of what happened down here. Nobody was concerned for a long time. And all of a sudden it's like people freaked out and the stores were empty. So... I don't think people are taking quarantining is that a word quarantining? Um, yeah, I think so. Right? It's not even a word I don't think.
0: Oh, no, not quarantining, (laughs) just
3: quarantine. Okay. Yeah. I don't think people are taking that very seriously. Um, like I know my in-laws host a lot of parties and stuff and, um, like a lot of the young people are still out and about hanging out and everything, but. I want to do my part, so I've pretty much been home. Oh my god! Um, thank you for doing your part. Seriously,
0: people don't realize how damn serious this is. And I mean, we are no. seeing young people die of it. Again, your chances of dying of it for being young are very what? low, but the, but it is happening. I mean, you know, look, well, I just you can be the one percent, and it's like nothing is going to bring back your life.
3: Well, and even then, like I was, I was talking to Ethan about, it, and I was like, I'm not afraid for myself. I'm not scared. I'm going to catch. It. I'm not scared. I'm going to die. What I am scared of is having those um, germs on me and not realizing it and passing it to someone else's grandparent. Like I can't even imagine living with myself. And I say that because my grandfather is like, um, he's on hospice and has like very few days left. And I know how I would feel if someone passed that to him, right. Passed away from it. Like I, frankly, I would hate that person. So I want to like, I'm not scared for myself, but I don't want to be foolish. Like I want to be concerned for other people who it could affect. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. I oh think my that's
0: gosh! you all see it. Well, Olivia, thank you for doing your part. Okay, we'll let you go. I mean you you might you might <laughs> have to whip back in, but Sorry the, to whip
1: watch. <laughs> so why, thank
0: you. Bye Olivia. Oh my God. All right, age. This has been great. An amazing, amazing show. Um, we are going to kind of lay low. You can find us on social media just uh, Saturday and Sunday, but we'll be back. Um, like I said, we have an energy reader coming on the show and telling you, uh, if you believe in that, what is actually happening energy wise and why she says that uh, the fear and panic is not serving you. And in fact, she's going to kind of give you the playbook of what we're supposed to be doing right now. Cause she says that this time according to the energy sources in the universe, is either going to make people bitter or better. And she will explain. Bitter or
2: better? Sarah, what are you? Are you
0: bitter or are you better? No, I'm getting better. I I also believe this is a spiritual awakening for people. I believe we we have, especially in like metropolitan areas, New York City, LA, we live a gluttonous existence, an existence that is all about, you know, ourselves and money and how much money you have and how much fame you have. And that has been where the priority has been. And I think that this disease or not disease, but virus is so fascinating because it's forcing us to stay by ourselves, like to look at ourselves, to listen. And this isn't going to be another two weeks. This is like months, financial advisor tip just spoke with my financial advisor this morning he's like six months of volatility in the markets if you what yeah absolutely this isn't going away like anytime soon
1: basically said
0: you have no money uh you got a lot of paper stocks and uh you got to hold back on to those because in the next like three to five years shit's gonna be
2: popping for you but it ain't now it ain't now, they did say that COVID is not going to be able to survive in the summer months. So it's going to come back even worse next winter. So, you know, things are going to pick back up for, you know, July and August, and then we're all going to, you know, yeah. hit the hit the sack in yeah. December.
0: I think this is a spirit, this is like, I mean, people are going to lose jobs, you know, ton, they're already losing jobs. This is going to be a very yeah. big spiritual awakening for people. And the earth is healing. I I, I have gone into full meditation, full energy mode. Are you doing yoga every morning? Are you
2: saging the apartment? What's no, happening? No,
0: no. Okay. Just, you know, I'm just hitting some meditations. I know and I'm actually surprisingly sober. And just, uh, I, I think that this is the reworking of energy. If people take it as an opportunity to see it that way.
2: You know, well, I'm a little concerned for myself because, you know, I, you know I drink a lot, but, like, every day has been, like, an opportunity to drink in my house. So, like, my, we, like every every day we have a different drink. So yesterday we made Pisco Sours. We got drunk off of that. Today my mom's like, I have coconut milk. We can make – um. oh, what is we that? We can do pina coladas? Pina coladas? Yes. I'm like, Mom, we had Pisco last night. Now we're going to, like, the, you know, islands of, you know, Barbados. Oh I'm like, okay, we're traveling all over the world with these things. So I'm a little concerned for my family because all we're doing is Yo, drinking, pump pump but reflecting, but drinking. Pump the brakes on those uh, that alcohol. I mean,
0: I just think this is a great time to create. It's a great time to, re- you know, you're gonna be fine. E- even like, it, I know it's it can be very, very scary. People feel like, where's my income gonna come? But there's gonna be a lot of opportunities. We're all gonna be working at Walmart, basically. Is there enough spots there? I don't yeah, know. Uh- they're now they just put out they they Walmart and Amazon are putting out Amazon. huge calls for employees. They need they're like that hiring thousands of people.
2: God, Jeff Bezos. I mean, uh, I know. Who would have thought
0: that little troll who had a little bald? Tr- I mean, honestly, God, if he had walked into a bar 25 years ago, you wouldn't have looked twice. He <laughs> would have been like, Excuse me, hold my old Gucci. I mean, you know, and look at that guy uh, living large. How do we get him on? If you want to buy
2: you a drink, you'd be like, No. I would have been like, Hey, little fella, hit the skids. You know, I mean, <laughs> it would have been <laughs> be like, No, I'm starting a corporation in my garage. I'd be like, sayonara I don't want any part of that of I mean of course you are you little basement dweller
0: now of kick it you are. <laughs> now beat it
2: and now look at him Fast forward 20 years later almost richest man in the entire world
0: okay okay great. <laughs> Elon Please. Musk as well like if you had seen Elon uh, Musk out 20 years ago ugh.
2: okay he's at least he's got some saving qualities like what I mean, he's okay physically. Now, if we're talking, I don't know what they both are like, you know, just talking face to face conversationally. But I think that Elon Musk has a little bit of the um, some type of international vibe going on. Obviously, he has an accent. Okay, again, hit it, pal. Like (laughs) you like bald? Your husband's bald. You would love. You would love Amazon Bezos. Oh, please
0: now. Oh my God, adios, Dano. Yes, I'm ready
2: to own these uh, Amazon centers So, um, we loved the video of you and Dan Are you guys bringing us any other TikTok viral themes, the two of you? We are, we're working on some content uh, as we speak We've, uh, you know, like I told
0: you, this has been amazing for our relationship We've never spent this much time together in seven years So, like, last night was the first night we, like, said an independent prayer together I was like, let's pray together And then Shmano... came up with this prayer for our community. and like We're like doing something different every single day in our marriage. It's, it's really cool. That's the cutest thing ever. Yeah. What? Yeah, we did that. Um, today, well, today I have to go for a blood draw, you know, because even though uh, the world is You're ending. You're going into the hospital? What? I know. I keep thinking about that. I'm supposed to. Actually, I might call my doctor before I do, because I have to keep checking my HCG level after my right. chemo shots to make sure it's like still staying down. I'm surprised. Is that really, really, really necessary? Because a lot of times they're canceling everything that's not vital. I'm going to call them actually before I go yeah. today. You're right. That's a good point. Um, so today I think we're going to just like walk. And actually, I am going to, you know, this was one of my goals before I got had the whole miscarriage thing. I really wanted to start performing stand up again. So I yeah. am going to write a five minute set and perform it in my living room on Instagram Live for Schman and just see how it goes.
2: So Amuna, wait, he's going to help me write some jokes today. Okay, I love that. See, we're creating. So you're going to do it live of of him watching you or just you
0: of no, him like I'm gonna just set the IG live up and introduce it like and we're gonna pretend like it's a full nightclub you know how they go all right next stop this chick's got a podcast you know and they always tell like a joke like oh yeah. hey I see you brought your mom tonight like okay you know blah 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 Love that, and
2: try to you know put up some um some stuffed animals do some crowd work yes. like oh a well, uh, nice uh nice coat on that one what's yeah. going on with you two here you guys on a first date oh I
0: remember <laughs> those days yeah Yeah, you're gonna give it up tonight You know, like, whatever, right? And then I'm gonna go into my set And see how people respond on Instagram Live I think I might drop that on Sunday night But, you know, I I wrote some jokes for Schman And he did not think they were very good And he has now given me, like, uh, the breakdown Of how you're supposed to write a joke Now, don't ask me this I mean, the the man works in
2: soccer How the hell he knows how to structure a joke I'm like, okay I always find it funny You know, Schmiggy and I We have completely different types of comedy Like when he shows me videos I'm like that is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life Meanwhile, I show him my impression things And he doesn't even He doesn't even giggle Like nothing My
0: husband doesn't laugh at any of my jokes either I think uh, Yeah, I don't think he'll find the set No matter what I do funny And that's crazy that Schmig doesn't find you funny And actually, how are you guys doing? I feel really bad Because it sucks I feel like for people like you guys This could be such great bonding time But you can't see each other
2: I know. So he might be actually called in National Guard. He just got a notification that he might be have to go to different states all over with the National Guard. So I could not see him for months. This has not been great for our relationship.
0: I know. I really feel bad,
2: you know, except for you.
0: You are young. So, um, you know, I just have some FaceTime sex and see where it goes. But
3: the thing
2: is, he doesn't do he doesn't do phone sex, and I don't really do it either because I'm like, okay, well, now my hand is on my left tit, you know, it doesn't really get it doesn't really get me off at all. This so. is the time you guys should do. This
0: is like a great challenge. Like I said to Schman, every single day we're going to do something different that we would never do because this is the time you guys should try having. So what if it's awkward? You should have Facetime sex.
2: Oh my god! Oh. You know what? I I look hideous on an iPhone. You know when you take a picture and you do it the selfie mode? Oh my god! I, you think I, you look bad? we oh got please i mean are you kidding look you've got a way better body than this okay look i
0: mean honestly god i look like you know i mean yeah i have like that picture of barbie okay. before when she was hot and then after quarantine she's like <laughs> really big girl you can. it's I just gonna look meme. saggy when you're doing it you know okay yeah just try to do, okay yeah 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 you're gorgeous you know, get down there and no, try no, no. something new give him a virtual blow job you know like It's just like coming like this out of the camera. You know, you could be like,
2: yeah. See, that doesn't do anything. I need to touch. (laughs) I'm one of those I have to touch, you know? So yeah, we've, I mean, uh, I don't know. I never get like super, but I'm having very vivid dreams and I need to like, yeah, it's it.
0: (sighs) What are they now? What do you dream now?
2: Well, I cheated on him with a very unattractive, fat, hairy, sweaty, gross guy. And when I woke up, it was so vivid. I was like, (sighs) like, I'm starting to have horrible dreams of cheating on him. So I texted. him. I was like, Hey, Um, I'm dreaming that I'm cheating on you. This isn't a good sign. Maybe. (laughs) I already told you what it means. It's because
0: you are becoming famous. You're like your star is Is rising. Yeah. And you're worried about losing. You're worried about losing close friends and relationships as your, your fame rises. And it's true. You're going to shed people and relationships.
2: That seems a bit far fetched. Now you dreamt about a snake. What does that mean?
0: I've had a million people DM me and everyone's like, Oh, you're having a baby. I'm like, really th- <gasps> being delivered via a snake dangling from the ceiling okay this
2: is the thing what, that,
0: how does it this is like can't believe any of this shit cuz everyone has a different interpretation one somebody yeah. says it's about sexual deceit so I'll go through Dan's phone later today and let you know um <laughs> I've got to. Uh, So I've had, it's a child coming. It's sexual deceit. It represents a fear that you're now conquering. Um, What other things did it represent? Brown is a very symbolic. When you see a brown snake, it means something. Uh, People have written me many different things. That's insane. I think you could just pick which one you like best. And that's what people do. I'm going hopefully with a healthy child. I don't know how it's going to be born now in COVID-19, but you know, whatever. I mean, I've already lived through a molar pregnancy that no one ever like. Yeah. Like 2% of all people ever in the world ever get that. So, like, anyway. Um, all right. Well, let me jump. My mom and Seth are calling me. So I have to. I'm sure off the hook, okay. right? Yeah. They're probably like, hey, mom. Wait. wait. I loved your Hi. mom's rendition. She's like, They're talking about
1: following
0: California, about restricting traveling. I know. Mom, we are, we're on our way. We're going to come to Maine. I just don't want to contaminate you.
1: You're not going to contaminate me. I have no signs at all.
0: Yeah, but it's not you. We could have the signs and we could be bringing it to you and you're in the age group.
1: Well, I'm pretty strong. So if I got it, I'm sure I'd go. I'd, I'd manage to get through it, you know. Okay, mom, so that's strong. not
0: like a good place. We are going to come. It's going to be fine. Take a deep breath. You watch too much news.
1: Are you going gonna to come this weekend or when?
0: Um... Well, if we can wait seven days, we saw people last Sunday. So if we could wait seven or eight days, that would be the best.
1: All right. Well, just keep an eye on the TV because it sounds like, you know, it's going to get worse. Yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, it's definitely going to get worse.
1: Yeah. So they really, you know, I mean, if you if you can't come up, you can't come up, you know, but we will.
0: We will definitely get there. I'm doing the. Can I call you back? Mom, I'm doing the podcast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Um. Okay <laughs> she's, Wait, It's getting worse I thought it was slowing down No, no We have like 14,000 Confirmed cases In the United States It, it like doubled overnight 14,000 today? Yeah, as of today I'm really glad You're not in New York You know, they got 6,000
2: cases And do you know Oh, our, I, knew, I knew I'm so happy I'm out there Oh my God
0: uh, You know, producer Stewart Our friend producer Stewart Who works for NBC One of the people That contracted yes. uh COVID-19 In his building Just died Yeah what? It's very in the NBC- yes, yes. In NBC, he is stopping short. He's at early yes, rock. He, yes. Oh my, go God. read his Instagram page. I don't want to put anything in out there, but that is, I would assume, an NBC employee. Yeah. Holy balls! Do you want
2: me to read it? Yeah, go to his Instagram right now. It's uh. Yeah, he's. Oh my God. Producer Stewart. Okay. What PSA from producer Stewart? Use this coronavirus quarantine time wisely. Take time to practice how to do your makeup. Uh, Okay. No, no. (laughs) Not that one. Not that one. Keep going. Keep going. Honey, it was Slim Pickens at Walmart. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. That's really. Maybe he deleted it. Hold on. Hold on. You might have deleted it. The White House wants to run us a check for Rona So Seriously, Trump is pitching a plan to Congress. Nope. Oh, I bet he had to take it down. No. Right
0: here, posted two hours ago. OMG, OMG, OMG. One of the employees at my job who was infected, Dorona, has died. This is crazy. Two hours ago. What Instagram are you following? It's Justin Prince Stewart. Oh, my God. I'm so Oh, my God. He has two viral accounts. He has producer Stewart. Oh, and then he's what? people are saying, oh, my God, I'm so sorry to hear that. Justin sending condolences to you, their family and your coworkers. I said, oh, my God, please uh, stay healthy. Uh, sending you healing prayers. Sad to read. Stay safe, Justin. Condolences to you and their families. My
2: condolences. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you're not in New York City. Holy shite. Me too. That's insane. And I was just in that building. So that's really scary. OK. OK. Oh, you know what? So Justin's fine though. He has no symptoms, but somebody in his no, building—no, but well, that's he a huge still building.
0: has to go into work every single day. So that's very scary oh, for them. What? Yeah, I they
2: cannot the work. Can work from home? No, well, I guess. I guess when they're in the control room, yeah, they have to be there. Oh, holy balls!
0: Um, you were you were just bringing it up, and then we'll then we'll run. But uh we are gonna do our Imagine rendition, which is fucking hysterical. And people, yes. okay, it's so funny to me because when I watched the Gal Gadot Imagine, I actually I didn't was like preachy or pretentious at all i don't know why i know everyone was like oh it's so stupid but then barstool sports did one so that was hysterical ours is going to be a riot i you know whatever fuck the haters but i did you when you first saw it did you think it was like oh rich people singing imagine
2: no, no. I didn't think it was strange. The only thing that I thought was out of the norm was when, you know, people like Mark Ruffalo and Amy Adams and Will Ferrell, they just all looked so, like, glassed over like it was some dream. Like, Will Ferrell looked like a caveman. He'd never seen light in, like, ten weeks. I, I was concerned for him. I was like, Will! Will, buddy! Will! Put, you know, shave, William! but Shave your beard! Like, come on now. You're showing this to the whole world. Now, Gal Gadot, she looked like Fresh air, beautiful, beautiful. Airbrush. So did Kristen you know, Wigg. No makeup. Kristen, she stunning. Kristen Wigg looked gave me like very natural vibes, but I also got, you know that movie when they go to like the Swedish countryside and they all get murdered? <sighs> okay. I was getting like I was getting pilgrim vibes. Like it was a little bit um it was very like end of world vibes. So a lot of them I just thought they looked very strange. I was like, why are you guys looking like you know, I don't know. It was so weird hey, to me. But. I, it's getting like trashed online,
0: but I thought it was actually pretty funny. So we would put the call out yesterday for all of our uh, Hey Frage fans and family to do it. And they did, including like my mom. So we're that's going to be up later today. Paul Wharton is on it. Elizabethany from Hot 99.5. That was great. Kyle Ridley, who's a producer at WJLA. And a lot of our <laughs> listeners, Stephanie, our listener, they were great.
2: Okay, I'm editing it so I see all the outtakes. It's hilarious. I should make an outtake tape where everyone's like, oh shit, that wasn't it. Your mom is like, okay, <laughs> she's got the dog in the lap. She's like, oh, 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 um petto's oh is shaking god. The- Oh my god. Imagine all the people and she's like looking at the screen. <laughs> Are those the words? Okay girl Hilarious. I always pissing my
0: pants and you got to put more Paul Wharton in there because he actually has like a microphone like he has on um what is it called when people do um
2: karaoke he's lip-syncing he's or literally
0: doing lip-sync but it's almost like dub you he's know auto-tuned, auto-tuned. Yeah. it's like imagine and he looks like perfect girl you got to put him in there extra
2: I mean oh, for sure he's a riot for sure. Well, I like I like Barstool's rendition because none of them took it seriously. Like they were shitting and they were taking showers. They were smoking once like I thought it was funny. I, th- I like the renditions of, you know, whatever their theme is. We probably should have just told people
0: go all funny. But at first, I just thought it was like beautiful. I was like, oh, that's really nice. A like, great, great read of pause. And then everyone read it like it was so pretentious. So by the time I put that out, people sent us kind of their more serious ones. But I mesh it in. You know what? Yeah. Oh, we will. I'm gonna try to get
2: my mom to do it too, and get then I'm Carol. gonna.
0: Yes, get Carol
2: and Benito. They could do it yeah. together. You, you want me to label everyone? Because I don't know all of the names, but I'll try nah. my best.
0: I don't think you okay. should.
2: Because maybe not everyone
0: wants their shit out there. I don't know.
2: That's true. That's true. Well, I mean, some of, some of you guys have beautiful singing voices. Some of you really tried your hardest. They really did. I, I don't have a singing voice, so you'll hear mine, and it's not. Neither did I. It was awful.
0: I <laughs> imagine all the people. I just tried to sing. No, you... I got really. At
2: one point, you go. it was so good i really need to do an outtake with everyone do outtakes Do how it Olivia said, accidentally closed my window. So here I am to hear y'all finishing this out strong. We love, you, uh, Olivia, love you, Olivia. You are awesome.
0: All right, you guys, follow AJ Andrea Lopez Comedy on TikTok, on Instagram. Basically, that's the only places. Uh, Basically, that's
2: you know, what I'm doing.
0: Follow Hey Frage yes. at TikTok, at Instagram. And of course, you know, later today, this podcast episode will be up. So, Hey Frage podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Instagram, iTunes, everywhere that podcasts are delivered. Bye, everybody. Download.
2: Download. download. Bye. Guess Bye, guys.
0: But, guess,
1: but.